Here we family. go. 840. Good evening. Tonight we are learning Maseches Psachim Daf Kuf Yud Aleph. We're starting about 12 lines or so from the bottom on Kuf Yud Amud Beis. We're in the middle of a discussion of Zugos, which was a concern um, when things are done in pairs or possibly in even numbers, that it can trigger a concern with uh, demons with Shadim. And uh, we're going to continue some of that tonight. Uh, so the Gemara says, Amar Rav Chinina, Rav Yoshua, Ispargos, which is actually cabbage. It looks a lot like asparagus, uh, we would have thought. Uh, I don't know if I've ever shared with you my brother-in-law, Jeremy's uh, recipe for asparagus. Go to the store and buy asparagus, <laughs> throw it in the garbage and make a steak. That's his, that's his, <laughs> that's his recipe for asparagus. So whenever I've seen this Gemara reference, it always reminds me of his uh, cooking habits. So uh, asparagus is not that. It's actually a drink <laughs> that has ca- cabbage in it. Uh, so this drink is a good drink. It's mitzdarif latova ve mitzdarif It's only for good. You can't, if you have four drinks and one of them is asparagus, so then it doesn't ruin, it doesn't make it a, an even number and therefore it is not problematic. Amar avina mishmei What happens if you're unsure? So zuge, if you've done something and you're not sure if you have a zug, if you have a pair, so then l'chumra, we're strict and we do one more to make it odd, to make it an odd number. However, ve'amrila, some say the opposite, zuge l'kula, some say we should specifically not do that uh, because we don't we don't know which number you're on. You have no idea what number it is. So who's to say that adding one is better than not adding one? So there's two different shatim. What's that? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that's a. We we saw yesterday the guy who drank 16 cups of wine. So uh, this guy is a simpleton. This is nothing. Ten lines from the bottom. Mamar of Yosef. What happens if you have, if you have tray de chamra? You have two cups of wine v'chad de shichra and one of beer. Does that make it an odd number? Two plus one should be, says the Gemara. No, lo mitztarif. And trade de shechra, but if you have two of beer and then the third one is wine, v'chad v'chamra, that is mitztarif because the wine is more chashub. And the Gemara gives an example from another area of Simonaich. And the, how do you know that this is true? Just look in a halachic sugya about Tuma Vitara, which can be found in Maseches Kalim. A difficult Mishnah. We're going to learn it at its uh, face value. Zaklal, here's a rule with Tuma. Call them a chubar lo min or If you have something which is uh, a garment that's more strict than the other garments, it's more susceptible to tuma, then it will make it tameh. So you can see that depending on which one is stronger, which one is the third drink, or which is the final garment that you add, that's going to change the status of tuma versus tara. And that we would say the same thing here, that because the, the wine is more powerful than the beer, so if your third cup is wine, then it is mitzdar if it takes it out of the zugos category and puts it into an odd number. Six lines from the bottom. Amar Rav Nachman, Amar Rav, Trey, Kama, Trey, Kama, Taka. If you have two uh, cups before Taka is a table, before the table, before the meal, if you have two drinks, uh, cups of wine before the meal, the Chad, Ataka, and one cup on the table at the meal, that's Mitzdarfe. The three of them, they do collect to be three. That's good. Then you don't have to worry about Zugos. Chad, Mekame, Taka. But if you only had one before the table was there, Betray, Ataka, and you had two at the table, Lo Mitzdarfin, and that's not Mitzdarfin. So it says the Gemara, why, what's with the table? Who cares that there's a table there? It says the Gemara, Maske, Flora, Masharshia, Atu, Anan, Letakune, Taka, Kaba, Inan. You're worried about the table? We have a bigger problem. Letakune, Gavra, Ba, Inan. The Gavra, Kamiskan. He's got, he's the one with the problem. He drank three cups of wine. He's fine. He's fine. Why does the table change anything. So says the Gemara, you're right, a little bit of a misunderstanding. It's not to say that before the meal and during the meal, but let's say that you drink a couple of cups at the meal and then they remove the table and you drink a third cup. No, no, no. From, from the meal to after the meal, the table does make a difference. The removal of the table makes a difference. And that's only going from the meal to after the meal, as opposed to what we thought was the case from Rav Nachman, which was going from before the meal to the meal. That's why the table makes a difference, not, not going into the meal, but leaving the meal. 
This is similar to the story of Rabbi Barnachmeni, where they brought back a table for him to have another cup, so he wouldn't have ended up with an even number of cups. That's uh, quoted here in Rashi on the left side, uh, on the inside margin, uh, or the Rashba. It's all the Rashba. I don't know. I don't see a distinction. I'm not sure. But it's quoted here on the inner margin uh, in either the Rashbam or Rashi. The Gemara continues on the bottom line of Kuf Yud Amid Beis. Amar of Yehuda Kol HaMazug. All drinks that are made in dilutions meet Starek. They all combine with one another to, uh, to create Zugos. Chutz min except for water. Rav Yochanan Amar Even if you have a mixture of waters. Uh, Rashi on the top of the page says, Mazugim, uh, what does it mean to mix water? Do you take two kinds of water and mix them? What is that even talking about? Says Rashi, we're talking about two different temperatures of water. Rashi says, Mezugin kigon kariri bechamimi, bechamimi bekariri, cold and hot and hot and cold. Demaya lo mezigahi. It's really not, it's not really mixing. I mean, it is mixing, but that's what the Gemara says uh, that the Tanakama, sorry, it's not the Tanakama, it's the Shita Rabbi Yudam Shmuel who says that water is excluded and Rabbi Yochanan says, afilumayim. But Amara Papa Lo Amran, when do we say that water is included? Lo Amran He says the only mixtures that actually are considered mixtures of water are when you have Khamimi Lego Karira, hot water into cold, or if you have cold going into hot water, Aval, Khamimi Lego Khamimi, if hot poured into hot water, the Kariri Lego Kariri, or cold poured into cold water, no temperature differential, then Lo Amar, then we would not say that that's considered uh, the type of water that's muzzic that, that factors into the count. Let's shift why, gears. Why is everyone afraid of tears? I mean, I wasn't here yesterday. Yeah, the background is that there was apparently a concern in the Gemara, in the Brisa, in a Tosefta of Brisa, that when things are in pairs, it brings about um, it brings about uh, shadim. Uh, so that's what we're trying to avoid. That was yesterday's daf at full. Right. So there, there, the Gemara quotes a line that uh, Ashmedoy was the king of Zugos. He was a shade. Ashmedoy was the the Melech was the king of Shadim and Zugos. So this was a concern. We don't know how it plays out right now. Yesterday we saw Shita's Lakanu Lakan. Does it apply nowadays? Does it apply in Eretz Yisrael, not in Babel? Uh, so uh, right. a longer discussion. Ayin Sham for yesterday's stuff. Four lines down, Kufi Aleph, Amid Aleph. The Gemara here presents um, four things that you should not do. Amar Reish Lakish. There are four things that if you do them, your life is in your own hands. And anyways, your chayev misa, your chayev benefesh. And here's what they are. A person who goes to the bathroom uh, between a, a tree and a kosel and a wall. Someone who walks between two palm trees. Someone drinks borrowed water. And they walk over water that was spilled on the ground. Even if his wife poured it, and we know where the water came from. These four things are dangerous. Let's go through each of them. If a person goes to the bathroom between a palm tree and, and the wall, that's only true when the gap between the wall and the palm tree is less than Dalaramos. But then there's no concern about shadim under those circumstances. That's not considered dangerous if there's more than Dalaramos. And if there are isn't four amos, that's only true if there's no other path referencing the shadim here, that the shadim have no other path to go. So let's say that the way that the street, the alley that you are in, there's a tree on one side and you can't go to, you can't, there's a brick wall behind the tree. And on the other side, there's just a wall. So in that case, if it's less than dollar amos, that's a big problem. But uh, if there's another path for the shadim to go, less lanba, 
that's not problematic. What about the trees? If there's a Rishus HaRabim between the two trees, so then you don't have to worry about it. That's totally fine. But if, it, if not, if it's just regular trees, you should not walk between two of these particular palm trees. What does that mean with the Rishus HaRabim? It means that if there's a tree over here, and there's a tree over here, and there's a public pathway, a big road in the middle of the two trees, that's not what, there's no shade in there. The shadim don't congregate in public places, as we'll see in a little bit. So, so if between the two trees, where they do, where they do what? So they do, you're just in a forest, and there's two trees right next to each other. You should not walk between them because they're shaded. That's all trees. That's right. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. Mm -hmm. that, we, 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 as a culture, seem to not care that much about shadim, other than the stories that we've heard. You have to drill holes. And I called and asked to Shiloh when we were building our house that we added to the back of our house. And when we added to the back of our house, we closed up a window on that wall and then added 15, 16 feet to the back of our house. So I called and asked to Shiloh to a Rav. And uh, Rav said, don't worry, because you're going to have a new window on that back wall. I said, yeah, well, plenty of windows on the back. He says, totally fine. Yeah, this I was a Litvish. I asked her by first. It was a Litvish apostate. It's not. Uh, so we have degrees. If you knock a house down and build a new one, then you have to put your windows in the same locations as have they've heard that. house. Yeah, I haven't heard that. Yeah. Our, our first floor is like that, and then but our uh, whatever we close up a garage and put a wall up. And the first thing that someone says, you drill a hole. Yeah. Okay. okay. So there are a number of people in the community who have stories about this, where everything yeah. started going wrong and they drilled holes and but everything. It's legit. But man, if we're walking in a forest, we should avoid walking between trees. I have to ask a shadow. We're, we're going to discuss this in a, a, a little bit more detail later today as we go through the Gemara. We'll see a little bit more color to this uh, sugya, but um, it, yeah, it's a good question. It's a good question. We'll see that uh, that Shadim love uh, love shade, actually. Not, it's both two different hence languages. Uh, uh, I don't know what, hence the word shade, <laughs> not hence oh. the word Shadim. <laughs> yeah, the, the Hebrew came before the English. Okay, so let's continue. Um, where are we? About 10 lines down. Five lines down in the wide lines. Someone who drinks borrowed water. If a child was the one who was the one drinking it, that's when it's a problem. If you're an older person, if you're a gadol, 13 and up, or a, a, for a woman, 12 and up. Uh, actually, we said that by women, there's not no concern of shade. And we said this yesterday, fine, whatever it is, uh, that there's no concern here as well. Even if a child is the one who borrowed it, that's only true. The concern was in the sade, out in uh, out in, in the fields where there's no uh, no one's around. That's where there's more shade over there. Uh, that's where there are fewer, uh, um, where there's not a lot of people there. But in the city where there's a lot of people, you don't have to worry about it. Even in the Sada, where the Katam was the one who drank the, the water, he borrowed water. It's only true about water. I don't know, why is a child drinking beer and wine? Got to get some rules and regulations here. So, what about the fourth case? Let's say a person is, just walks over a puddle of water. What happens? Singing in the rain. Why? You're not allowed to walk over a puddle. Says the Gemara, Lo Amran, Ela Delo Af Sekinhu Be'afra, if it doesn't spread out over the ground, Velo Taf Behu Roka. And Lo Amran Ela, Delo Af Sekinhu, right. We said if it doesn't spread out, and Velo Taf Behu Roka, and if, if uh, spit were, were not to float in that, Af Sekinhu, if it did spread out, O Taf Behu Roka, or if there was something floating in it, like saliva. So then, less than by no concern at all. Velo Amran Ela Delo Avad Alahu Shimsha, it only applies when the sun 
has yet to see directly this puddle, this uh, this spill. The law of Adalayu Shisin Nigre, and that 60 people haven't run over it. Aval Avar Alayu Shimshav Avar Alayu Shisin Nigre. If there if there was sun that hit this puddle, or there were 60 people who ran over it, less Lanba. And still another caveat. The law Amran Eladolo Rachiv Khamra Velo Saimisani. That's only true if you don't ride on an animal and you're not wearing shoes. Unbelievable. Who knew? The nuance is like, it sounds like from a halachic lens, it sounds like we were, we're talking. When do we say X only in the scenario of one, two, and three, but not four or five? And we're like treating it the same way. We're giving it the same credence. The Gemara gives a lot of real estate. This is our second blot in a row. Full, these are big blot. Second blot in a row to discuss these things. So we, we do have to, I, I don't know what, I don't want to say take them seriously. We have, we have to take them into consideration. As we saw yesterday, that you should be somewhat concerned. There were Amoraim, as we will see today, who were concerned about this. Let's say a person was riding on an animal and they were wearing shoes. Less lanba, then there's no concern at all. The Hani Mili says the Gemara That's only in a place where there's no sorcery, because all we've been talking about so far was uh, I shouldn't say all we're talking about, but what we've been talking about so far is shadim. What about kishuf? What about sorcery? What about witchcraft? Even with all of the caveats and exclusions that we just said above, it doesn't apply by kishuf. If you're in a place where there's kishuf, you should avoid the puddles altogether. Good. Um, how do we know uh, that Kishuf is dangerous even with all the caveats? Because there was a man who was riding an animal, he was wearing shoes, the Gamud Misane, the Tzave Kare. His shoes shriveled up and, uh, and his feet uh, also shriveled up, and uh, it was bad. It was bad. So that was because of Kishuf. But had it been that what we were talking about wasn't Kishuf, but rather it was uh, Shadim, then it would have been Mutter and he wouldn't have been damaged. Good. Almost halfway down, approximately halfway down, Kuf Yud Aleph Amid Aleph. Tanu Rabbanan Shlosha Ein Mematzin Velo Mis Matzin. You should not go in between them, and they should not go in between you. Ve'eluhein Hakelev Ve'hadekel Ve'ha'isha. A dog, a dekel is a palm tree. Ve'ha'isha, speaking about women. Ve'yeshomer Ma'afechazir, even speaking about a pig. Ve'yeshomer Ma'afanochash, snakes as well. Now, all of this is on a level that is not uh, the rational level. There's nothing inherent about any of these categories uh, other than some of them are physically dangerous like snakes. It's just a bad idea. Uh, but there's like a, a different layer going on here. This is not a logical layer per se. It's a halachic lens, a Torah lens. It's probably the best way to say it. Now, but even Masin, what happens if they if, it, if this does happen? You end up in between them and they in between you, Maitza Kante. So, Amar Rapapa, Niftach Bekel Venafsik Bekel. You should start a Pasuk that starts with an Aleph, uh, with, with the, the name of Hashem of Aleph Lamed. And then you should, and that should have the, the same ending of the Pasuk of Aleph and then Lamed. So, if you look in the Meforshim, it, it says here that the Pasuk is Kel Motz Yami Mitzrayim. And then it ends with the Pasuk of Mapo Al Kel. So, that's what you should do. Inami says the Gemara, another answer that if you get stuck in these scenarios where either these things are in between two men or a uh, or a man is in between any of these two things and niftach below benafsik below you should find a pasuk that starts with the word low and a pasuk that ends with the word low and the mafarshim say that the pasuk is low ish kel ben adam and the pasuk ends velo uh, yikimena um, that doesn't make sense yeah it just says velo yikimena that the word below as part of the phrase is considered to be the word low hani betre there were two people and there was a woman who walked, a woman who was a nida, who walked in between two men. If she was at the beginning of her nida status, of her menstrual state, uh, he, he, then one of them will die. 
uh, then, then if she's at the end of her Nida cycle, then there will just be a battle between them. So some of them, unfortunately, I think the Balaitosos write this. Yeah, if you look at the bottom Tosos, Tosos says, That's Dom if she's a Nida. <laughs> Otherwise, what does that mean? No, it's not every woman who's a Nida. It's a woman who is a Nida who, did, who was a Valas Kishu and she did some type of witchcraft. So that's what we're talking about, these damages. Either way, what should they do if this happens? They should make sure that uh, they say a Pasuk that begins with Aleph Lamed and ends with Aleph Lamed. Hani Tre Nashe, there's two women, the Yasvan Biparashas Trechem, that are sitting at a crossroads. Chadab Hai Gisa Deshvila, one sitting on one side of the road, Bechadab Idach Gisa, and one is sitting on the other side of the road. Umechavnan Apaihu Lehadade. So um, let's say that uh, you got someone sitting on this side of the road and she's facing this way, and another woman facing on this side of the road and, and is facing this way, and they're sitting across the road from one another and looking directly at each other. So says the Gemara, you need to be very, very careful about that. Says the Gemara, Vadai Askinan. They're for sure doing Kishuv. For sure. Okay. My um, Takante, what should you do? You got to cross the road. There, it's the only road to get to where you need to go. And there's uh, these women are involved in Kishuv. Again, one sitting on each side of the road facing each other. So when I say obviously, I don't mean like it's obvious to me, but the Gemara seems to say that it's obvious. Pashat Vada, that they're being involved in Kishuv, that they're being involved in witchcraft and sorcery. My Takante, what should you do? Simple solution. If there's another way to go, all right, so take the circuitous route so you can avoid this. If there isn't another way to go, so what should you do? Says the Gemara. If there's another man that's there, with you, take his hands, hold hands with him, literally, walk through holding hands. This will prevent the impact of Kishuf. And if not, if there is no one else to help you uh, walk through and you still have to go through, so you're still allowed to, but what you should do is say an incantation. Name Mahach, here's what you should say. Igras, Azlas, Asya, Belusia. These are all names of, uh, of uh, negative, uh, negative ruchos. Miskitala, you're going to be killed. You're going to be killed with a bow, uh, with a bow or with an arrow. So that is what you should do if you uh, ever see okay. such a scenario. Vaita. Vaita. Yeah, that's what the Gemara said. Haiman de Paga if a man happens to see a, a woman, Be'idna de Salkamitvilas Mitzvah, where she is exiting a river from going to the mikvah, if he uh, then is involved in Tash Mishamita uh, before she is, then he will be overtaken by Ruach Zenunim. He'll be taken over by this uh, negative, uh, negative spiritual thing about Znus. But if she is the first one to have Tash Meshamita, then then she'll be the one who has this negative spirit attached to them. What should she do? Quote a Pasuk, it's an incantation, but it's also a Pasuk. That's the Pasuk to read if ever one is stuck in that scenario. What was that? Oh, oh sorry. Okay. Amar of Yitzchak, I didn't see, sorry. My dechsiv, what does the Pasuk mean? Famous Pasuk. What does this Pasuk mean that we will um, be begates al Maves? The, in the valley of the shadow of death, where nothing bad will happen. That's someone who sleeps in the shade of a single dekel tree. And, uh, and sleeping in the shadow of a moon. 
would sell Dekel Yechidi in regards to that tree, Lo Amran, when do we say that? We only say it, Ella, to Lo Nafil Tula Dechavre Ilave, only when another tree's shadow doesn't fall on it. So you're sleeping in the shadow of one tree. If the, sh- the shade is falling from another tree and touches your tree, no problem at all. If that's true, let's understand the following. Brisa, four lines from the bottom. This is different. We didn't say bechatzer before. We said about the tree, about the shade of the singular tree, but we didn't say about the chatzer. Says the Gemara. That's uh, in the Brisa. That's part one. We have to analyze that word bechatzer. And as well, what's that? What's going on there? If you want to say if you want to say that that Bryce is talking about a case where the second tree's shade doesn't fall on the first tree shade, tree's shade, then I feel the No matter what, that should be the case. Uh, it should even be the case that it, it should be mutter. It must be the in the chatzar, the rules are different. Out there in the sada, it just depends on the shadow of the other tree. But in the chatzar, it's still going to be problematic, even if you sleep in the shade, but it's a chatzar. So in a chatzar, there's more people around. So uh, we're concerned uh, of, of something more damaging happening here, happening here with Shadim. Shmamina, that that must be what's going on. Ubitzila Shalavana, what about the, being in the uh, shadow of the moon? It depends where the moon is in the sky. That's true when the moon is in the western part of the sky. If it's on the eastern side of the sky, the moon, then its shade is not considered problematic. The Shadim don't hide in that space. Says the Gemara. A person who goes to the bathroom near a uh, the a tree stump. So it says the Gemara. So then he will be overtaken by a ruach which which is referred to as palga. That's the name of the of the spirit. If someone puts their head on a tree stump to dikla on that type of tree on a palm tree, then he will then be taken over by this ruach, which is referred to as tzirada. Haiman de someone who jumps over a palm tree, he miktal. If the tree was cut down, katil, then this person will be killed. If the tree wasn't cut down, it was uprooted, then may aker umais, and he too will be uprooted and he will die. But hanimili, this last case of jumping over a tree is the lomanach karayilave. That's if you don't uh, step on the palm tree itself. But if you do, but if you do step on the wood and don't jump over it entirely, so then uh, then there's no concern at all. There are five types of shade where we need to be concerned about shadim, about, um, about evil spirits. Tula de Dikla Yechida, we already spoke about this one, a, a, a lone palm tree. Tula de Chanda, this is translated by the article as a lot tree, L-O-T-E. I don't know what kind of tree that is. Um, Tula de Seinasa, a fig tree. Tula de Fircha, a, uh, the shade of what's a caper bush. This is a, something we're at least somewhat familiar with. Tula de Zardata, uh, the shade of a tree called a sorb tree. This is places where they live. Some say Aftula de Arba, the shade of a boat. Vitula de Aravta, the shade of a willow tree. And Klala de Milsa in general. Called Anafish Anfe Kashe Tule. Wherever there are a lot of branches to a particular tree, you should be concerned about spirits. And any wood that is harmful wood, if it's dangerous wood, then uh, then its shade is going to be uh, problematic. You should be worried about that. Except for a tree that is referred to as a service tree, that even though the wood is dangerous, that is not a place where shadim hang out. How do we know? Because we've heard shadim talk before. 
there was a, uh, a demon, a shade, a female shade that said to her son, you need to run away from this tree, from the service tree, get away from it. Why? That's how your father was killed. Who's, uh, who's, okay, so his father was killed by, the, by a service tree. And she was concerned, and it will kill him as well. Who's him? So the Mephoshim explains a metaphor. She's, what she's saying is that she doesn't want her son to die, but she didn't want to say, this female shade, she didn't want to say that her son was going to die. So she said him, but it was really referring to the son. Amar, Ravashi, Ravashi says, This is an Amora, a late Amora. Uh, no, sorry, Rav Kahana wasn't so late. I think he was third century. No, he had to be late because it was Ravashi. I think there's more than one, one, more than one Rav Kahana anyways. But this is a later version either way because Ravashi was very late. So by the end of the Amoraim, we're talking around 400, 500 of the common era. People were makbid on, uh, on, on avoiding shadim. They would not go in the shadow of trees. They wouldn't go in the shadow of any trees to try to avoid them. Bay Pirche, the the uh, those which inhabit the caper bush, they're referred to as Ruche. That's the name of the Ruach. That's the name of these uh, Shadim. The Vezardata, the ones that are by the sorb trees, are referred to as Sheda. Uh, those are that's their name. The Bay Igre Rishpe, the ones that uh, hang out on on the tops of roofs, uh, are referred to as Rishpe. Ask the Gemara, who cares? Why do we need to know the names? Answers the Gemara with a practical solution. Le kimia, to make an amulet. An amulet is one of the ways that we would protect. Remember, we discussed in Masechah Shabbos. Can you wear an amulet on Shabbos? Okay, all the different uh, all the different halachos that we learned then. So that is the nafkamina is in regards to a kima. So says the Gemara, Debe Pirche, the first one that we spoke about, the, the shadim that live by a caper bush, they're birya shayim lehem nayim. They don't have any eyes. They can't see anything. So it's very helpful. Says the Gemara, why do we care? So you can run away from it. If you're by a caper bush and you hear a shade talk, just turn around and bolt because they can't chase you. And the Gemara tells a story now that indicates that they were really not very good at running. We have capers in our refrigerator. I just lost my appetite today. I don't know what to use them for anyway. Well, you're, you don't have to worry about the vegetation. You have to worry about it, the shadows of and near the bush itself. The you should keep your light on even when it's... <laughs> so says the Gemara, a story about this type of shade, about the um, about the, the, the Bey Pirche, the, these animals who live by a caper bush, animals, a shade. There was a particular um, young Talmud Chacham who was going to go to the was going to go to the washroom near one of these caper bushes. Shama de ka'asa ilave vigazile. He uh, heard, I don't know how this works, but he heard a shade that was coming in his direction. And then he, he got up and took off. He ran away. Ki azla chab ke ledikla. When the, when the, uh, when the demon started to try and run away, he bumped into a, he bumped into a tree. So he, he grabbed a hold of the tree. He was mechabek. He held the tree. Tzavach dikla upakahi. The palm tree dried out immediately and the demon, the shade exploded. We said that uh, the um, shedim by a sorb tree are referred to as shedim. That's only true when it's near a city because the ones that are near the city is they have 60 shedim that live, not no less than 60 shedim that live there. How, what is the difference of how many shedim live there? Just don't hang out there. No, the answer is what happens if you get infected, if they uh, invade your body. So then, we want to make sure that you want to, that you know what you're doing, that you know what you're getting into, that you can write a kamiya so you can get out of it. So it's important to know that the, uh, the Zaradta, this particular tree, the sorb tree has a lot of shedim there. 
Um, and the Gemara tells a, uh, tells a story about this. Ahu bar kasha de masa, there was an officer of a city, de azil v'kai, he was walking around, gabe zeradita, next to a sorb tree, de hava samich lamasa, was near, near the city. Alu beishit in sheidev istakan, all 60, at least 60, entered his body, all 60 sheidev entered his body, and he was put into a dangerous scenario. There was a rabbi who said, oh, let me, let me help you. I'm going to write you a kamiya. I'm going to write you an amulet. But he didn't know that there were at least 60 shadim that were inside this tree. So all he did was wrote one kamiya that would remove one of the shadim, but insufficient. The person was still sick. So and he heard um, this person uh, heard that there were all of a sudden there were there was music playing chinga according to some of fortune is some type of instrument and it was playing inside the tree which meant that there were so many more demons as well again uh, I, I, is this a homily I'm not sure they come and they started singing a song and they sang a song that said sudre demar kitzurva merabanan this part, this guy who's wearing a suda, they used to wear these turban types of things that wrap around their heads and what they used to do um, is when we would say the brach and birchos hashachar is um, Oter Yisrael B'Sifar, uh, not that one, what's the, uh, the previous one? Ozer Yisrael B'Gura, Oter Yisrael B'Sifara, I think, uh, what? Oter Yisrael B'Sifara, yeah, I thought that was Tefillin. Anyways, that bracha that they were making, they would normally make it when they put the hat on their head. That, that's when, that's how some Sephardim do that still today. So the Gemara says, it must be that this is an, a young one because B'dikna Be'bimar, Delo Yada Baruch. He didn't even know to say Baruch when he put on his Sudar in the morning, he's not a Tamar Chacham. So he didn't say that bracha. So then Then they found a, a Rav who knew what he was talking about, and he knew that there were 60, um, 60 shadim in his Zeradah in his sorb tree. And then and he wrote one for 60. And then Shammai, then he heard the Rav who, who uh, wrote the Kamiya for 60, he heard, everyone get out of here. Everyone gets time to get out of this person. This Kamiya is going to destroy us. We need to get out of here. The following phrase, the Gemara analyzes Ketev Meriri. Ketev Meriri is a, um, a well-known uh, phrase, and we should analyze it. It says the Gemara, Trei Kitve Habu. There are two types of Ketev Meriri. One uh, that uh, governed the day before noon. V'chad Mi Basar Tiara, one afterwards. The one that was the Mekame Tara was referred to as Ketev Meriri Shemo. His name was Ketev Meriri. Umichse, what does he look like? Umichse Bekada Dechamcha. It's like he was um, inside a container that had a kamcha, which is kutach, that uh, the milk type of dip that people used to use. The hadar bay baksha, and then you're stirring it. That's what it looks like. And that motion of stirring, that's what the... Uh, that's what this thing looked like. Machlokas here is exactly how to understand this, but um, we'll leave that for now. The basar tier on the animal, the, the shade for in the afternoon is called Ketiv Yashutza Raim. And this one is a mechsebe. What does he look like? Karna de Iza. If one were to look at the horns of, uh, of an A's, of a goat, to a Hadar Bey Kenafaya. And it looked like there was some type of swirling that was taking place. That's what this animal looks like. Maybe when you see a swarm of all of those bugs that always travel in a pack, is that a shade? I have no idea. Says the Gemara, Abai have a shakil va'azil. Abai was traveling. The va'azil Rapapa miyamine. Rapapa was on his right side. Ravuna bereid Rav Yoshua mismole, and Ravuna bereid Rav Yoshua was on his left side. And then Chazi alu ketemiri. Ravuna, sorry, Abai saw the ketemiri. The kasi lape the smole, and he was coming on the left side toward um, who was on his left side. On his left side was. Um, was Rabbi Yeshua. Yeah, thank you. So he's not coming on the left side. So he switched the kids. Ahadra le Rav Papa le Smoli le Ravuna bereid Rabbi Yeshua le Yemina. He switched them. So uh, I don't think Rav Papa really liked that. 
Amrali Rapapa, who was on the right side, who just got put on the left side, right near the Ketev Mariri, Amrali Rapapa, excuse me, Ana Maishna Delochashashli, why exactly are you not concerned about me in the Ketev Mariri? So Abaye says, You've got good mazel. Omar Le, Abaye says to him, At Shaita Kayemeslach, this is a great time for you. And because this is a great time for you, you don't have to worry about Ketev Mariri. So uh, we're going to do a little bit more and then we'll stop. Just one more small section. Um, from the first of the month of Tammuz until the 16th of the month of, month of Tammuz, the Ketev Shedim uh, are prominent, and you should be careful about, uh, about them up until the 16th. We're not sure how much they're around afterwards. Where are they found during the month of Tammuz? They're found in the in uh, in grass uh, it's called chatsuva it's a type of grass betule in the shadows of the grass the lochats of garmida that don't have a shadow of one ama they're not that tall ubetule de panya and when the sun is very low in the morning or very far in the panya in the evening de lohave garmida where the shadow is also not an ama long but the iker betule de besakise but the ketev meriri and the ketev yashutsa rain their primary location is in the shadows of bathrooms that is a primary place where they're found we're going to stop right here at amar of yosef mir sashem will pick up motzei shabbos at 8:40 p.m. wishing you all a beautiful night and a beautiful shabbos this is all great